0: What's up, guys? Roy here, and you're listening to the Balance Mail Podcast series. Today's episode is a dad talk. And on today's dad talk, I have a rad dad named Brian Kelly, who is a longshoreman here in Virginia Beach. He is the dad of three kids. This was a great conversation, and I know you guys will enjoy. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up? I do want to talk about first how much of a jerk I felt that I didn't know your actual name.
1: <laughs> that's right,
0: BK. Because <laughs> I've met you as BK, and that's the only the way people had have ever talked about you. I
1: had a friend; he passed away, but uh, he used to give everybody nicknames, and he just one day he just was he. Would, bk and it stuck that's hilarious had a way with people like that
0: i love nicknames my phone is all nicknames like i have to remember the nicknames i've given people sometimes like i've got like there's a guy in my phone named chin strap there's <laughs> there's a guy named there's a tom brady in my phone because one time at a bar <laughs> this guy was like you look like tom brady and I was like, well, that's your nickname now. So, hey,
1: that's, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, I, so. He looks like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time.
0: I know. It's really funny, too. Like, one time he was walking up as I was playing my Bluetooth speaker in the backyard. And he was calling to see where I was. And so it was playing through the speaker. It says, call from Tom Brady. <laughs> he was geeking out. I got to take this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's good to have you here, man.
1: Happy to be here. Yeah. I'm Talking Brian. about dads, dad life.
0: I know. Um, there's there's so much I want to talk to you about. I was thinking about so you were sharing with me how you remember if someone if you know someone's sign, you never forget what their sign is.
1: Yeah, I guess someone someone said it's like it's my little it's my little rain man kinda Yeah. Kind of thing.
0: So I have this thing where I can remember a lot of times, like the first time I've met people and like the random as shit. So like, I remember the first time meeting you at the reef the old Reef here in Virginia Beach at a karaoke night. You had a better memory than me. Yeah, I know. It's it's the weirdest. Do
1: you remember what song I sang?
0: No, you weren't singing, but like, because okay. our mutual friend Zach was like, yeah. it was me and my wife and him, and we walked up to the Reef. For those of you, the Reef was this amazing dive bar that yeah. caught on fire, awesome. and it was great, but... But I remember that. But it it didn't start. It did like you didn't stick in my brain a lot until we had that. We hung out also at Pacifica yep. with John Strite. We had this like forty five minute conversation about like astrology and stuff. And like you never, st- you oh, yeah, were... I
1: probably had a couple beers. And
0: <laughs> yeah, because you I don't... don't talk
1: about that a lot. But yeah, <laughs> you do I not. Guess if I got going,
0: I, I was on it. Because <laughs> it's 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 crazy. Because you don't. Stri- you like when I met you. There's nothing about you that says, this guy's going to know all this stuff about astrology.
1: I'm surprised myself about it. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah. you were, yeah, man. There's and a we,
1: stigma about it. So sometimes I'm like, is this, uh, am I going here? Nah.
0: Our house is a safe house for talking about that. I love what you said. You were like, when uh, I said I'm a, you uh talking about the podcast. And you were like, of course you have a podcast. You're a Gemini. Yep.
1: And I was like, what the fuck? The messenger. Yeah, it's pretty rad, so. Yeah, I I must have read something somewhere along the line that sort of stood out to me about myself, and it sort of caused me to go on a deep dive just looking into it all, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. So, yeah, that was kind of how I sort of ended up learning about it. Was it like as a kid? Did you always? No, this was like eight years ago. Wow. It was just something random. Something stood out, and uh-huh. uh, I don't know how I must have stumbled across something random that was my like it was fell under my birthday my Mm -hmm. own and i was like okay what's that all about and then i i went on a deep dive learned all about my own um sign i guess Mm -hmm. and placement and then i started studying the rest of them to see and sort of placing people i knew you know, to see if to see if it matched up with, uh, you know, my my wife, my kids, my mm-hmm. parents. Oh, I didn't have, I only had one, my daughter, my one daughter at the time. But yeah, and my parents and different friends, just to see if like is this legit? Does it does that fit the bill with them? And like everything kept matching up, and I was like, dang, this is kind of insane. You know, it's it's it all makes sense to me. So
0: yeah, people like to make fun of astrology and these things, and you know it's it's i guess it's sometimes it can be an easy target cuz yeah. of how some people get are it. but i uh, get it
1: definitely if you're you know like i've always kind of like if you're basing it off the cheesy little thing in the back of the newspaper that's like you know you should apply for that job uh-huh. or, you should you should ask that girl out uh-huh. like that people are like what like you should play the lottery today you're you're lucky I don't know about, like, the horoscopes and that stuff, but, yeah, astrology definitely takes things a lot deeper. Mm -hmm. It's ancient, and there's something to it.
0: Yeah, I think there's something to all of that. People, like, you know, when you talk about the moon, like, I watch when there's a full moon and how it affects... we just had one. Yeah, we just had how it affects my students. So you can see, like, whenever there's a full moon... How it affected me. Oh, every... (laughs) you all you feel it and so it's like it's something that like you can't ignore you know i mean these kids when there's a full moon it's like there's it does something to kids it does something to i mean it does something to all of us yeah. it's it's wild so
1: the the that's where they get lunatic from really yeah Luna i didn't know that uh-uh. is the moon uh-huh lunatic you've you gone crazy <laughs> For real, that's man.
0: You learn or, something every or, day, yeah,
1: like like a maniac or like me. Ma- mm-hmm. You know, the the root word in mania is kind of like moon, main, Monday's, moon day, and money. A lot of a lot of things have these sort of word connections that go along with them, like that.
0: That's crazy. I love I love learning hearing stuff like that. I had my birth chart read for it was a Christmas present yeah that was wild interesting uh, yeah i just showed up carly bought me this so you give sh- you give this guy um
1: local or like on yeah, the internet his, or something
0: george tripoli he's here in virginia beach he lives off of paramore drive cool but yeah he uh carly gave him my birthday and like the time, time and, the time yeah. of birth and all that stuff and then we just sat for like an hour and a half and he like recorded it and it was it was it was wild Did he nail it? He nailed it 100%. And some of the stuff it's like you know I don't call bullshit on a lot of things anymore cuz I the like I was telling you before the church I grew up in was super like everyone else is wrong and you're right. So like I'm I'm like very like I'm not going to like sit here and be like if I don't agree with it right away or if it sounds a little kooky right away I'm not just I'm just going to be like all right cool I'm going to give it a second and give it a chance more but it was wild it was great I I mean yeah. phew, there was some crazy stuff but uh yeah it was if fun. you
1: definitely once you go beyond the surface and sort of there's a lot to it there's a lot more than just you know, a lot of a lot of skeptical people are like, "Well, I'm born on the same day as that guy, or I have that same sign," and they're like, "They just they're like, but I'm not like them, you know, and I'm not, I'm not like that person, mm-hmm. so how can that, you know, that doesn't, that's all bullshit. That doesn't make any sense." Yeah, and I get that. That's fair enough, but there's a lot more to it. It's like, this is what I've always said. So everyone knows they're. Everyone knows their sun sign. Like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm a Taurus or a Gemini or a, you know, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. sign. Because that's where the sun was when you were born. But basically, when you come out the shoot, when Mm -hmm. you're born, the universe takes a screenshot. That's your, so wherever everything was, is that's your stuff. Yeah. So, like, yeah, everyone knows where the sun was, so you're that, but where was everything else? Where uh-huh. was the moon? Where was, you know, Venus and Mars and Jupiter and Saturn and all the rest there? They were somewhere, too, in a specific spot, and that's nothing rests. So, this stuff was somewhere at, at one moment in time, and then so, you know, everything's based off of that. So... And since nothing rests, even if you have the same birthday as someone, you could have been in a different town, or
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: but yeah, that's kind of that's what can make it all different. But we don't need to go into all that.
0: It's all good, man. It's fun. It's fun to talk about it. Yeah, I, 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 I laugh when I like think about when I talk about the stuff now because like 20 years ago I would have been like it's all, it's all hooey, it's all whatever because God's the one that ordains everything and. It can become put very... That stuff up there, though. Yeah, I mean, he did. Got it. Yeah. But it's like a... Um, what was that? I was going to say something like... I mean, everything can become very, like... St- not too structured, but, like, too rigid, yep. you know? And I think that's... I think when people get that with astrology, people get rigid with anything. So that's when you can be like, all right, calm down a second, you know? Yep. But yeah, cool. I love it. Glad you're here, man.
1: It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, dude. So so yeah, this is a dad talk. I uh so how many kids do you have?
1: I have three kids. Um got a birthday party on Friday for my uh-huh. son. That's my middle middle child. Yeah. Um he's turning six. Mm-hmm. So he was born in 2017, and my oldest daughter was born in 2014, and my youngest daughter was born in 2020, so they're all three years apart, so 14, 17, and 20. And my daughter was born on April 11th, my son was born on May 11th, and actually my Third daughter was due June 11th, so they were all going to be four 11, five 11, six 11. It was kind of like I was I was calling it at that point. <laughs> I told my wife I was like, "She's going to be born on J- June 11th." I can uh-huh. tell, I'm telling you, and she came a couple weeks early. She was uh, May 26th, but they are the first three. Going back to astrology, they're they're the first three signs: uh, Aries, Taurus, and then Gemini. So they're all they all fall in that spring quadrant.
0: That's cool. Are they? Uh,
1: are they kind of like? Uh, it all lines up for them. Really, they're a hundred percent. They're they're all yeah. It all lines up. So, I remember seeing. If you know anything about that stuff, then you already kind of can can tell a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. But
0: you yeah, remember seeing your son at friends.
1: Yeah, he's cool. He's uh, six, so he's coming into it's. We've been having a lot of fun lately. Um, he can finally uh, catch and throw the baseball, so um, we're having a lot of fun, kind of getting into that zone, which I love because when I was a kid, I could have just thrown until my arm fell off, but I could never yeah. find anybody that wanted to throw as long as me. And so he's met his match with me because I'm like, you're I'm just, still ready. Just like, we're going son, I will be out here. Uh, like, <laughs> I will throw longer than you. So Just be careful cool. what you wish for. So he gets bored with something like we'll throw for a while or we're, we'll hit. And then he's like, all right, dad, want to go play soccer. So we'll go kick a soccer ball. And he's like, all right, I want to go throw the football. And then we're throwing the football. And he's like, all right, let's go bounce. Let's go shoot hoops. And so he's always on to the next thing. Um, he plays a lot of baseball. We play a lot of baseball, but, He's really interested in football, but, I mean, he's only, he's about to be six, so we haven't played any football yet, but I can see him pushing us to let him play, so we'll see where it all goes. Yeah. But he's on his third year of baseball right now, so it's going pretty good. He's mashing homers, hitting dingers.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Jasper plays soccer right now. Basic, you know, soccer shots. Yeah,
1: it's pure chaos when they're this young. It's insane.
0: I'm going to. So I, I took him Saturday because sports are like, I was never a sports guy. I had a terrible experience with sports, so I hated it growing up. I had a baseball coach who bet on our games oh in little man. league and we were, and we got, we were the only, uh, team that didn't get trophies that year. Yeah. Why? Was, Cause he got busted. I, I I'm pretty sure he got busted. Like. It was it was the he's worst. Like the he was he little yelled little. at us. It was just a shitty time, and I had quit soccer to play that, and then I was just like, "Man, sports are stupid." Yeah. So I, you know, I ended up like music and saxophone. But anyway, so like, <laughs> so this is all new to me, you know. And so I'm like, "All right," but I, you know, I take him, and he's like, he's very like, he's a he's wait he's June 29th, so he's a Gemini, Cancer. Oh, he's a Cancer.
1: Yeah, he's just past the summer solstice. Yeah.
0: so he's always like he he's like he'll he'll play, and then he's like, I want to go sit on a swing, and so you know we're sitting on a swing, and I'm getting a little you know, is he gonna play? I don't know, whatever. I'm just letting him be because I'm not gonna force anything on him. And then he'll go and he'll kick with them, but then the, but then he like went he wanted to sit back down, and then they started their scrimmage, and so like I was like, all right, your friend's there. Do you want to go play the scrimmage? And he's like yeah okay whatever so he goes up plays a scrimmage and within 10 minutes he scored three goals nice he's the only one that scored three goals he's the only one that did like breakaways and he's like stuff and i was just like holy shit like i mean he's th- almost four but fuck it like it <laughs> was it right. was it was wild he
1: started messy out at four yeah so. <laughs> yeah he's got something yeah
0: but it was just so funny because he was like i don't care about this right now he's like all right cool let's see what i can do and then boom 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 three goals
1: nice jasper yeah Clemens.
0: that's a great name yeah. isn't it?
1: it sounds like it sounds like one of the all-time greats
0: dude it was yeah i just happened to run run upon that name i thought it was rad i've always liked cullen i've met i've known a few cullens
1: my son is curran curran sorry fuck yeah i straight up said curran, that we got uh we damn named him after, i said cullen. um T- i'm sorry No, that's all right Tell your wife I'm sorry. We named him after uh, Tom Curran, uh, oh, old, uh, early '80s um, surf champ legend. Yep. Um, and then we we were tossing around a few. I, you know, I had a list, and I was like, I had a whole a whole list, and we were kind of we didn't we couldn't think of it, and then I want to say it was New Year's Eve, and uh, when we finally came up with it, we were talking, and then. Someone had mentioned it, and it just stood out, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's it! I'm going with it." And so, mm-hmm. yeah, Curran Kelly—that's a great name too. Yeah. So it's two two legendary surf surf Curran names, Curran Kelly.
0: It's the name that you could see like on a billboard.
1: Yeah, who knows? I know. We'll see. He's right? Tough. Yeah. I don't know. What what, you just there's no way of telling what it's all gonna be.
0: I know, man. There's not, but then you have two daughters, though, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. Olivia is my oldest, and Mira. Yeah,
0: man, that must have changed the energy in the house.
1: It's absolute. It, it's it's awesome, but it's huh. it's chaos too, but in a good way. Yeah. So there's always something going on. It's loud. It's you know. You don't get a break till the kids go to bed. You just sit down, and take a breath. You yeah, wake I don't even, up, I can't. and you hear them. I think it was. I'm trying to think. On Christmas, my daughter Olivia, Christmas morning, she woke up. They're ready. Uh-huh. She came down the hallway, opened, looked in our room, and just was like, "Wake up, everybody! It's Christmas!" <laughs> so I was like, "All right, this is it. This is this is." This is dad life right here, <laughs> yeah, this is what you wanted,
0: yep did you did you always want like a bigger family or
1: yeah, we had um I mean, I don't know about always, it's kinda man, there's so many things that go into getting there, yeah, you know mm-hmm. so but um, yeah, definitely after we had Olivia, we knew pretty sure, I mean we knew we wanted to have another child and yeah we knew we wanted to have a bigger family at that point and yeah. then after a while we definitely decided everyone thought uh, uh our third our youngest miro was an accident they're just like oh yeah you know and it's like no she was playing we we intended to have her so it's just kind of funny how it is nowadays i don't think it would have been like this you know 100 years ago but
0: they just been like oh yeah, you have third kid all right yeah there you go.
1: oh, oh your eighth kid good job you know you're 11th <laughs> but um everyone thought she was an accident and joked about that like oh ha ha, dang yeah so, sorry about your luck and but uh no she was definitely planned <laughs> um but after her we were definitely like, okay i think i think we're good now yeah you're done <laughs> but i don't know if we if we have a hundred million dollars and a lot more time on our hands yeah we might have six kids Dang. But, yeah, time is definitely a thing, and there's a lot of coordinating that goes into it. Um, it can be in, you know, all the – you know, I see you because like, Mira goes to cottage. so, uh-huh. And current went there. So, you know, I, I go to pick her up in the afternoons. Uh, we have – you know, we got a pretty good thing going, but we're definitely – you can get spread thin. You can get, like – pretty tired pretty quick by the time you know like i was saying by the time you get to the couch it's like you're ready to sit down and just go yeah right, chill out for a little bit do it all again tomorrow but yeah pick up mira get back home pick up the uh then my kids get off the bus probably 20 30 minutes later and then it begins Jeez, the chaos it's i don't i don't you know
0: i i I mean it's all relative but i don't i don't i can't fathom it's that. fun
1: though i mean yeah i'm i'm saying it, you know loosely but it's it's not uh like olivia's getting to that point now she just turned nine um and so she's she's cool she's tough mm-hmm. and she's you know super smart and she's just involved and so she's always kind of help it she tries to mother them yeah. oh but, or, or but, even mm-hmm. father i mean she's yeah. like she's a boss she's really? like current no you know olivia over here do this, or i mean mirror do this sit down you know don't do that she's just always like telling them what they get and i'm like olivia look, i just come get me, i got it <laughs> stay out of it you're just gonna you get yeah. in
0: trouble it's like at the kids i tell the kids all the time let me be the teacher Okay. That's my job. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, cause I, you know, it's, it's, it's wild enough just having one and then I have, you know, to have three. Whoa. I mean, it just, it
1: is. Yeah. We, I mean, we had, we had three years of that. Um, and then current came and then, uh, we, we lived in a condo when we had Olivia for the first three years and then we moved, into a house with a big old yard and a Mm cul-de-sac and so we got super lucky with where we moved and live in a great area and um just i knew i wanted to have a big yard it's a lot of work to cut the grass and since wait i'm like all right i'm ready to hire somebody but i was definitely i asked for this yeah but we were always out there um our neighborhood our our house our cul-de-sac and Here comes the kids. We're at the head of the cul de sac, and mm-hmm. afternoon comes around, and you just see the kids coming down the street. They're coming to our house. <laughs> they're coming. They're always knocking on the door. So it has that old school feel. The kids, our kids, aren't on devices and stuff like that. Really, um, it's they're out playing. It feel it has like an old feel where they're just like, God, that's rad. Out riding bikes, playing soccer. Olivia is super into gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun. it's cool,
0: yeah, I hope that we can have something like that. There's starting to be you know kids in this in this neighborhood. this neighborhood was not it yeah. used it used to be a lot of older, just a lot of older people, yeah. but there's some families that have moved in and stuff, so it's getting it's getting there,
1: yeah, we got uh the current has a kid um <clears throat> In our cul-de-sac, that's his age. They're they're ten months apart, and then my daughter, um, that that kid's little brother, his uh, he's like six months apart from my daughter, my mm-hmm. youngest daughter, and then a few other kids that come around the neighborhood are around my oldest daughter's age. So they all have. There's a lot of kids, and they're all in similar ages. So it's been good.
0: Man, that's awesome. And you got Kessler living in in that colset. Yeah, sack. he's
1: one of the ones that my son is that they're
0: in trouble. Trying to get him on this. You got. Get you, him got, on. You, got a, you got to poke him. You got to poke him. He's a them. dad. Keep poking him. Uh-huh. Say, come on, man. Yep. But yeah, that's awesome. So, um, man, three kids. You're the you're the party house. It's gonna you got it's gonna be wild. And if it's going to keep getting that way. Yeah, I'm
1: already trying to figure it out. I'm like, all right, they're going to be sneaking out of this window. I'm going to be on to them.
0: Yeah, man, I'm thinking about that. He has, in our house, he's got a freaking porch and a sliding glass door out of his out of his room. Yeah, yeah he's gone. I I'm like, we have got we have got to get rid of the porch, and we've got to get rid of that sliding glass door. We got to at least make him work for it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was- yeah, they're gonna and they're, and the kids can be so much sneakier now with like texting, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna be you know everything so. Yeah. Before they had to call the house or something, uh huh. Plan it ahead of time. Yep. Now they're just gonna be like texting, and be like, all right, I'm pulling up, I'm there. Alright, come out.
0: What a what a different what a different yeah. life they're gonna have. <laughs> so um So yeah, what was the birth like your kids' birth stories? What was that like? Was there anything that stuck out? Was it <sighs> Man, I, I was
1: thinking about that. Um So we'll we'll just start with Olivia's because I definitely remember it. I'm I was trying to think of currents. It somehow has just faded. So I think it was just uneventful (laughs) um and then miras was um had its own Mm -hmm. circumstances but with olivia's was kind of funny at least how it started off we had uh the cavalier was closing down for they were going to be remodeling Mm -hmm. it um down at the oceanfront and that day Lindsay was you know she's nine months pregnant this so, this was April 2014, mm-hmm. nine years ago. Um, and we they were having like an estate sale or something where you could just walk all through it. I mean, all up and on all the floors, in all the rooms, and you could just buy like a lamp or a- anything, some old painting. They were selling everything down in the basement. You could just go all over it. And we went and walked around it. And I remember sitting. We took a break. Lindsay was just, like, out of breath. She was just, like, mm-hmm. like it was kind of a lot for honing in on. Like, she could have this baby any day. Mm-hmm. And we walked around there. And then she was like, all i right, right, I'm, I'm ready to go home. We didn't get anything. We went home. Posted up. We were going to watch a movie. So we posted up on the couches. We got all situated, probably ordered some food or something. And I remember I was picking out something to watch on TV. I'm, you know, I'm scrolling, mm-hmm. looking for something. I finally found a movie. And, I was, <laughs> and then I think like, I think I just paused it. She was like, i gotta go to the, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And I was like, all right, I'll wait. So she goes down the hallway, down around the corner to the bathroom. And she's back there, and I'm just I'm waiting. I'm like, all right, like let's watch this movie. And then next thing I know, I hear her scream, you know, ah! And I was like, I hopped off the couch and I walked over to the foyer and I grabbed my flip flop and I was like, oh man, she's, she's like <laughs> a cockroach back there, or some sp- <laughs> some spider. And I was like, I'm walking back there and I turned the corner and I got the this flip flop and I'm like, what what's up? And she was like, what are you doing with that? And I was like, what? Where is it? and she's like my water broke i was like why didn't you just say that from that point on it was like get this stuff she you know and my wife's super prepared for everything so yeah. she had for like weeks she had had just a bag a baby bag it was like all right grab the baby bag let's roll it's on so went out hopped in the truck hauled ass down london bridge to you know out there to the hospital so because we weren't going to there was a hospital right by our house but they don't do birth you know they switched everything to the mm-hmm. princess anne centera so we get out there i think it was around seven o'clock seven fifteen um when we were gonna watch a movie and olivia was born at nine twenty nine. dang so, that's I mean, fast yeah fast she was right here. on she made it she was like all right i'm ready we're doing this and she came. Everything went well. She was super healthy. And man, that was just insane. We had a kid. I remember just you know, it's just like I'm. You can't believe it. You, you know, every, <laughs> you every like, dad must know that feeling. You know, we, you we were about it.
0: to watch a movie, and now I got a kid. <laughs>
1: insane. And yeah. I, uh, you know, we had the normal probably what day or two at the hospital, uh-huh. and go home. And you got a, you got the most fragile thing in existence in your truck going home it's insane right and you're just like oh my gosh this baby (laughs) and you go home and it's like we had our dog our dog's all sniffing her out Uh murray rest in peace little little dotson that we used to have man um but yeah so now now we're a family and she was just adorable made icon you know just the whole, you know, just the first week, just putting her in her little swing and just staring. Uh-huh. I mean, that's all you do at first. You just like stare at them. Yeah. Because like, they, oh, do yeah, <laughs> they don't do anything. They don't do anything. It's so easy. You could still go on dates to restaurants and stuff. Yeah, not yeah, until they get yeah. a little older, a little more crazy, Jeez. that it gets a little harder. But I, you forget about that first time when you can like kind of still go do stuff. They're just like a little blob of nothing.
0: I know. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. I I think about that now because, you know, he's getting kind of like, you know, he's active. And I just remember when, like, he would just, I would just, he'd be on the floor. Yep. And I'd be doing whatever. Yep. Now you it's can get like, stuff done. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I, now could I can go. talk back.
0: Yeah. Now they say things and do things. And, like, you saw when you came in, he was still up. Because yep. it sucked. Because. I had just gotten him down I leave the room and he wanted to tell me something real quick and he opens the door and then Carly is at the bottom of the stairs and he was like oh, mom's home so now he's up and yes. it's just like ah oh, we missed it you know That's cool that's I love here you know it's it's fun to hear like the stories of like how fast because you know Carly was in labor I mean it was almost i mean not active labor. I mean, it was probably 24, 48 hours. Yeah, we
1: got, I know, I mean, we've gotten lucky. Um, I've heard so many people, with so many stories like that. Yeah.
0: I mean, the actual, like, pushing and all that stuff, I mean, the, the active part was only about an hour and a half, two hours. But, I yeah. mean, it was it was a solid couple days of just waiting. Luck, I mean, we were, we were here at home. You know, he was born at home. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, but. Uh,
1: My brother was born at home in the 80s really yeah wow is he older or younger younger uh 1987 um i remember i was walking home i went at the time we lived over in like uh i went to malibu elementary over uh, like birchwood area kind of near the home depot on the boulevard Uh yep i remember Mm -hmm. i was walking home from school and my stepdad he pulls up in the truck and he was like hey roll down the window he's like hop in let's go go see your brother he's at home and i was like <laughs> you know i went to school you know i was kind of little so yeah i was i think i was six and uh we're six years apart and i was like dang you you go to school and you, you come home and you got a brother you don't i don't know if you comprehend it all when you're were that
0: they age. were they like he was planned to be at home yeah wow so were your parents like that i mean like i don't want to know like
1: alternative like how do we mom's uh, a gemini Oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, I, he was the only one. I was born uh, over on First Colonial Road at the hospital. Oh, okay. Right on.
0: Um, yeah. So, so you have a brother uh, and Yeah, I got a, a brother and a
1: sister. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. Yep.
0: Man, yeah, we, uh, I mean, I've tried I don't know. I always wanted one, a home birth.
1: I thought it would be rad, be cool. Yeah, so I think it totally is. Got to have I mean, it. And we got lucky. These hospitals are new in the grand scheme of things when you think of it.
0: I mean, you take a 20-minute deep dive into stuff, you realize it's been, I mean, it was pretty It was pretty raw and wild for the yeah, longest time.
1: The, the whole hospital scenario was definitely, there's a lot of nerve-wracking things about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, man, I don't even, I don't, we don't need to go down any kind of a rabbit hole, but there's just
0: like, were you saying for your birth or just for your, your, your kids' births or like just in general?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just for such a natural thing that, you know, it's, there's a lot of involvement. It's, there's good and bad, you know, I don't there's some things that they're kind of raised, you know, Mm -hmm. questions. And then there's other things that you're super thankful for. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand why, why people would not want to, um, go there to have babies, but I understand why, you know, most people do too.
0: Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't think that it's bad or good. I mean, I think it's a system. I think it's something that like, I mean, My wife's a chiropractor, so there's always that thing of like what people sometimes what I people think we think about medicine. When I don't think that's necessary, that's not necessarily the case of how we how either of us believe. I think it's like you use that word natural. I just was like it just feels like something that's always been natural. So like if if I can do it and I see that it can be done, then I want to be able to do it and. I want to be able to take ownership and responsibility and you know, the midwives that did it are aren't just these like old ladies that just yeah, like, yeah. dude, I mean, they were incredibly knowledgeable and there were so many things that they were in charge of during the whole thing that, you I mean it felt safe and probably just about as safe as in the hospital, you know,
1: but yeah, especially today nowadays mm-hmm. with the internet and just being able to do so much research. It's definitely um, probably a whole different experience than, like, what my mom did. Mm-hmm. You know, how did she come to terms with all that? It's not, was she, it's not like she was on the Internet, you know. Yeah. Maybe she talked to somebody else who encouraged her or, yeah. you know, or maybe she had a horrible experience with me. And then on her next one, mm-hmm. she was like, all right, we're doing this at home. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it felt very, you know, it felt sacred and you know, there's some people that they try to do it and they can't and they get, you know, and that's great. I think I've said this numerous times, but I'm just like, it really doesn't matter to me. You know, at the end of the day, you have this beautiful baby. So right on, go for it. You know, (laughs) it's, it's, such a fine line, you know, like literally like birth was the, was one of the things that really reminded me about how we walk this razor thin line between order and chaos. You know, it's like the wind can blow a certain way and it, all Do you changes. know Twelvey?
1: Twelvey, um, uh-huh. you know Ronnie. Or uh, uh, the, uh, tw- you know, remember the band Kingshead? Yes, Twelvey was the drummer. He's uh-huh. been in some other bands too, Prayer Group. But uh, oh, he's in Prayer. He, he lives in Prayer. In, group? Uh, he lives in Richmond now. But Twelvey uh-huh. has an interesting experience where he happened to be present for. Two of his his sister giving birth, not in a hospital. Like, she was like, I'm having this baby now. Really? And he happened to be, like, the only one with her both of these times. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if she has any other kids, actually. I don't... But two two times she gave... Which is just an insane odds. Like, he... <laughs> it, it was insane the first time it happened. Yeah. He's, he was like, I just delivered my sister's baby, like, in a bathroom somewhere. Out, like, out somewhere. I don't even... I'm probably messing these details. up. It's so fine. If, yeah. If he ever listens or someone's listening, like he's cooking up these details. But I know that he, like, more or less, I, I think, delivered her baby, two of her babies, or if if she only has two, two babies that his sister had, which is just insane. I mean,
0: one time's crazy enough. The second time's yeah. almost like, are you
1: planning this, man? Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, when the baby wants to come, the it, it, it's coming that's
0: true yeah i mean now i knew i knew a friend is born in a car on the way to the hospital i mean sometimes it's, it's like with you guys it's quick and fast but then, i saw the, the oh, hospital yeah. i was uh-huh. like
1: okay this is... i mean i
0: i mean it was a mess we had we had a lot of papers down oh man i just i mean there were papers everywhere but like yeah it's it's a mess i mean it's it's did you eat the placenta no, it was desiccated into pills. Okay. For Carly. She, uh, they use it. Yeah. It's
1: good. It's good for you. It is. I there's mean, there's nutrients in there.
0: Nutrients. Is there stem cells in it? I don't know. I can't remember if that's the stem cells or if it's the uh, the cord. That was the weirdest thing for me. I don't know if I ever talked about that was cutting the cord. Yeah. Because I I, I thought it was just going to be like cutting a ribbon
1: yeah just a little, nice little smooth little like
0: shoo. but it wasn't i remember yeah, you like, gotta get is, in there yeah it was weird <laughs> i've done three of them now
1: yeah so yeah
0: i uh what was what's the trick no, <laughs> good, good sharp scissors so. yeah did uh did your mom or someone ever tell you about your birth story to talk to you about Holy that
1: smokes i think uh i think i was conceived after a leonard skinner concert probably oh or my something god um no i don't know uh could it have been a blizzard i feel like i've heard a story about uh she was pregnant with me and had to walk through a blizzard the blizzard of that year there was like four feet of snow and no i don't remember uh i don't remember it
0: <laughs> oh that's cool I love that you said Leonard Skinner, and you're wearing an Alan Jackson hat. I
1: definitely know, yeah, that my mom I, like there's there is a I know they went and saw Leonard Skinner, but yeah, dad was a little little rebel back in the day. Used to uh-huh. pick her up on his Harley from First Colonial High School. He's like, all right, babe, hop on. She's probably wow. smoking cigarettes. So you're like deep Virginia Beach.
0: Yeah, I mean, my your parents uh, are from they here.
1: Both both of my parents actually lived away from here and then moved here in high school. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you mentioned, like, stepdad. So your parents got
1: divorced? Yeah, when I was super young. Okay. Like two or three, I don't remember.
0: Did you have a relationship with your dad much? Yeah, I still do. Oh, cool. We're
1: super tight. Yeah, what's he like? He's cool. Um, We get along. Um, he's, uh, He's just just like an old tough guy yeah um but super cool um what's he like he's funny super laid back easy going yeah you know just uh just you know always there if you ever need him I can call him at any time like hit him up be like what's up I got a question and he's just you know he comes and hangs out my son loves him yeah yeah I can't tell if he you picked if he was
0: there when if I've seen him, I don't know if he ever picked up current or not. Or nah, prob- no, no, yeah. no, nah, probably not. Mm-hmm. So did you like, or do you have like, did you still have a relationship with your stepdad or is it like a,
1: no, nah, he moved, he moved. Um, And we, we do, I mean, we're not at odds or anything, but yeah, definitely uh-huh. we would have a relationship, but we don't, we're not, you know, we're just, he's, he lives super far away. Started a own family because him and my mom ended up splitting up too. Okay, so, yeah, whole thing with that, but uh-huh. yeah, no, I don't have any um, any bad blood with him. He raised me really good. Um, he was super cool growing up, fishing. You know, he uh-huh. was kind of a redneck type of guy. Um, he was a framer. He ended up being like the vice president of, the, of a big construction company around here um just kind of grew up like a country boy you know yeah and you know baseball Watched did a lot of watched a lot of baseball games played baseball went fishing you know we lived out in pungo when i was little so he was you know sort of living the country life
0: yeah this this area is so wild to think about you mentioned pungo and
1: I loved it. I was you like you got you got the beach. Years.
0: Like you have so many types of cities in this small area.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could tr- probably travel an hour and still be within Virginia Beach. If, I know. You know if you like from here, you start here and drove all the way to. I mean, Knott's Island is still. I don't know if you ever been out there. Yeah, I've been to Knott's so Island. Yeah, that's still Virginia Beach. It's probably a good hour getting out mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah, man, it's like so crazy because, like, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta. That's where I'm, you know, where I'm from. So it's like, you know, it's country. There's a city, but it's you know, it's it's Atlanta. It's south, but like, you come here and it's like we've got this ocean front and that lifestyle, and then you got like, then you go to Pungo and it's country yep and it's really funny to watch like country surfers <laughs> that's something that blows my mind yeah. Listen, they'll like talk like this talk about getting barreled and stuff you're just like what it, it just it doesn't compute yeah as an atlanta boy coming yeah. up here
1: that was the first like one of my best friends growing up out there we used to you know ride four-wheelers and shoot guns and just you know whatever you're doing out in Pungo when you're a uh-huh. kid and then his parents divorced and his mom moved to Sandbridge. So that was the first time I surfed was with him mm-hmm. going over to his, the, he'd go over there for the weekends and he was like, all right, you come stay the night at my mom's house. And then we'd wake up and go surfing. And I was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. So it is cool. To, this area is awesome.
0: Yeah. I feel pretty lucky I'm out here. It's like, uh, especially cause you're like close to the outer banks. You can be there super quick and, that's a fun area. Yep. I love going getaway. down there. Uh-huh.
1: We're biased. We, we live in a great area.
0: Yeah, man. We're lucky. People, and spe- here, it's, we love the bikes. Biking
1: everywhere is my favorite fucking thing. Just getting on a beach cruiser. Yep. Cruising around. Yeah, I got a mountain bike last year and actually started going up towards... Uh, I had some friends I work with. Mm-hmm. And they invited me out and went up to Williamsburg like mountain biking on oh. some serious... Pretty... I mean... I guess not some not like serious, serious hills, but I mean... You, you could, mean gnarly, yeah. Yeah, you could get jacked up up there.
0: Jeez, yeah, I, I watched. I remember I went up to Big Sky, Montana, and I was riding one of the ski lifts, and you're watching people bombing down the snowboard trails on mountain bikes and yeah. just going nuts. Some yeah. of
1: those places in the summer turn into mountain biking places.
0: Yeah, I I mean it looks fun, crazy though. Yeah. But
1: anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to beat around for the kids, so I gotta keep some of the extreme sports so like I don't know. Yeah, I'm man. feeling
0: the same way, you know. When you hit forty, it's something. Yeah, you something start shifts. It. Just a little bit, you know? I had, and like, I have two knee surgery. I've had two knee surgeries. Yeah, so.
1: I I was told I needed one and I was I kind of blew it off. I was like, I'll be alright. I'll walk it off. But uh every now and then I'm like ah, I could see it coming later on. Yeah, no I'm like, man. How long I... is it going to be before I can't catch my kids anymore? They're starting to they can run. I ran the was it the final mile with them uh-huh. for a little charity. It's like a charity thing. Yeah, I've the, done that a couple times as a teacher. The, uh what is it? The shamrock. Uh-huh. They do the School does like a charity for the final mile, and I ran that with them. I did it with Olivia last year, and then Curran, we ran it, and my daughter. But my daughter just smoked us and went with her friends and was gone. (laughs) I was like, "All right, I'm running with I'm running with you, son." (laughs) We kind of jogged through it, but that was super fun. So,
0: I mean, that's a real thing. You you know, you start like wanting to be around. You know, my thing is like I don't want to be like. I don't know. I want to be able to do things. Like if he's like, let's yeah. go do this. I'm like, all right, I'll, we'll, I'll be with you. Whatever. Yeah. Like I know that I'm, you know, in, in like 10 years, you know, that's 52. It's not like I'm going to be a spring chicken, but right. I at least want to be like,
1: and he's going to be priming. Yeah.
0: He's Hey dad, I want to, can we go snowboarding or something? It's like, all right, well, let's, figure this out right on you know so it's like what do i got to do now to like be able to do that people have
1: kids a lot older nowadays than they used to you know yeah in the day so i mean it's definitely there's something there with that i mean you know for the most part it seems like people are having kids a little older than yeah they used to my friend has
0: a my friend has a high schooler and he's my age
1: yeah so he got it going (laughs) right off the bat
0: he got married at 22 Twenty-one, twenty-two. So, think How's about that. It? I mean, you know, i I, he's, he's my oldest. I mean, he's my age, but he's like my oldest friend. Yeah. Like, it, he just seems old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because he's just been in it longer than we any yep. of us.
1: Yep. It, it, kids age you. I feel like I've popped a couple gray hairs out. Oh, I've popped a recently. few, man. <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, all right. It's, I it's... think this is the kids bringing these out. <laughs>
0: cuz you're just thinking about so much more. There's so much more on your mind Man. all the time. Yep. You know, stay awake thinking about stuff, you know? It's it's uh not for the faint of heart, you know?
1: Man, so many talk like there's so, there's so much to it. It's insane. Disciplining. Uh-huh. Um Are all you dis- the games. Yeah. Like, you know, all the all the, you know, just food, I mean, just dinners and things Uh and food and is a whole, it's a whole thing. Every, you know, everything is, you're, you know, especially now we're outnumbered by kids, so.
0: (laughs) They can take you, you know, they can overrun if they want to. I
1: can see it coming. Yeah. Mira's getting there. She's going to be, let's see, she's going to be three. Yeah. Uh I'm like, she already feels like she's three, but yeah. Is there like go-to food for them? cereal. Really? That's all <laughs> no, they want. I don't yeah. know. Um, man, we don't have a good. You know, we have a lot of routines. We have a good bedtime routine, which is awesome. The kids go to the bed, go to bed more or less the same time every night. But um, we don't have a good. But I just changed a work schedule about a few months back, so. Um, we're trying to get all that dialed in as far as like having a good dinner time routine and everything. But, uh, yeah, you make it work. You do what you, you do what you gotta you do. do,
0: man. So much. It's like, it's why I try to stay off parenting social medias a lot. They make it look they, so good. They right? do. They make it look so good. They make it look so easy. They make it. And then, you know, and and we're try like, we're trying hard. Yeah. We've tried hard this whole time. And then you'll see someone else and it's just like
1: dropping, they're every, they're organizing all this stuff, dropping everything in these little bins and, and everything. Look how pristine this all looks. And it's like, what well, and they make it yeah, oh, right. so easy. It's so you show the behind the scenes. Yeah, Let's man.
0: It. <laughs> Is it really like that? I mean, I don't know. Like he's a pretty good eater. Like, you know, but still it's just, it's takes so much mental, stuff to think about you know and i don't know how
1: we go to uh we go to la pizzeria up here a lot oh yeah we are going up there a lot on like wednesday nights it's just like my daughter does gymnastics on tuesday thursdays and it seemed like wednesday night was a good night my parents would meet us up there sometimes and uh a couple of weeks ago we were up there and all of a sudden my son he was just like dad i don't i don't like pizza I was like, what are you talking about? You don't <laughs> like pizza. Everybody likes pizza. And I was just like, Where did, where do they get this stuff from? So all of a sudden he doesn't like pizza. He loves yeah. pizza. Yeah, he just yeah. ate pizza the other day. But yeah, they don't yeah, know what I they're mean, talking about.
0: <laughs> his big thing is yesterday. Everything is yesterday. And everything like everything in the past is yesterday and everything in the future is tomorrow. So like he was talking to me today about his birthday. You know, that's like months away. He goes, tomorrow for my birthday, I want to yeah. make sure I yeah. have these cupcakes. And I'm like, all right. But he was, we're talking about something. He's like, I don't like chicken. And I was like, when did you stop liking chicken? He goes, yesterday. <laughs> I was yep. just like, what the fuck, man? Come on. You, you like chicken. <laughs> I don't know where they get it. Man, La Pizzeria.
1: I love that place. I've, I've been going there since like the 90s.
0: They still take checks.
1: Yeah, you ha- Yeah, it's a...
0: I went there with a the guy. It's uh, old school. I went there with uh, Fritzinger, Jared Fritzinger. Yep. And he 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 walked in with a check for pizza. And I was I like... I
1: believe he still has checks.
0: And I was like, oh, what? You just gave
1: him a check for pizza, but it's like cash, right? Cash, yeah, check. Yeah, you got to get money out of the ATM to pay. Yeah. Yep. We always go up there, and the guy... He'll let me add um, $5 to, you know, whatever our bill is going to be. And he'll give the, I'll give the, cause they have Pac-Man and uh uh, little Donkey Kong and video games. So, and then they have like the claw. You can get little prizes or candy out or something. Mm -hmm. And so I get $5 worth of quarters and I split, I give them to Olivia and Curran and they go over there and they just play games and, so old school and there's usually not a lot of people in there so they can run around and you give them just feel a little bit more kind of crazy than we would in another restaurant you know Dude, there's something about pizza video
0: games God like I even I even want that it's awesome right now which reminds me I gotta go back to the very beginning the the reef wasn't the first time I met you. The first time I met you, this is gonna be crazy, because this is and I'm, this is how my mind works. So we're talking about pizza and video games. So in Norfolk is the the Pixels, yeah, right. But it used to be a barbecue place. It used to be something else.
1: Was it my bachelor party? That big show?
0: There was a show, because we were selling. Because
1: I moved here. Um, was it or was it wasn't my bachelor party? Hold but on, a friend of mine threw a. Was it your birthday party? It was a. Uh, it was sort of because I was getting married, um, and so there was then, a bunch of bands playing.
0: Yeah, because I. I don't did Constrictor play.
1: I. Th- yeah.
0: And what was uh, Ash? What was his band? I know the Wet Boys played. I remember that. Yeah. But that was when I met you. Okay. And that was when I was like, "This is because." Because oh, yeah. we had had, I had my birthday party that day. Because my, you know, I had just, and I, I literally was here in Virginia beach. Like
1: that was 2012, 13, um, 13,
0: 2013. Cause that's when I moved here. Yeah,
1: that's right. Cause the, yeah, yeah. That's cause right. I moved
0: here and then it was like three weeks and then I'm having this like party and then we're like, all right, we're heading up to this Why place I'm with, with, to this party. And it was your party cause it was a bunch of hardcore bands and yeah. the wet boys and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I was and like, there was a
1: cover band. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, people were... Mike Lawson. Uh-huh. He threw it together, and I was like, and they they had an old. Uh, it was called Old Knives. They covered. Um, yeah, it was Constrictor, Old Knives, and Wet Boys, and uh, be- uh, New Dang New Belmont. That's yep. what it was, New Balboni. Yeah, man, I couldn't think of it because I saw a couple shows there. Yeah, that was a that was an awesome show. That was a that was a great night. Um,
0: there were so yeah, that's because I my introduction to Virginia Beach.
1: That's a good introduction.
0: Was well, my first that was a super fun night. My first introduction to like Virginia Beach was I went to Shaka's to see municipal waste.
1: Nice. Oh well there you go. That
0: was my and I mean Carly so like I had been visiting here like a couple times so I would see and we would hang out but like that was that. And then like I'm there at this show. I mean it was it was wild. I feel like that was that was when I think about what I was like I knew I was going to enjoy Virginia Beach. It was because there, I mean, I was going to so many shows and like cool shows. And like, it felt like everyone that I was being introduced to was in a band. Like, I mean, the guys in Kingshead was John Streit's ex brother in law, right? Yeah, yep. So he, because he's, he's either the singer or the guitar player. Yeah. And then like Jared Fritzinger was in Constrictor, John was in the Wet right. Boys. Yep. And then Alsh had a band. It robbie all it's robbie and ronnie right yeah uh i don't know if you know ryan ron yeah so i saw his band i mean it was just constantly these bands and then like what's his name i saw what's his name oh my god anyway so that was it and that's i feel like that's all i did for like two and a half years because i worked at zeke's and it was just going to shows and drinking beer at back bay
1: yeah i mean uh, this place was there's ra- such a crew of mm-hmm you know, and it's so intertwined. It is kind of, it's like a small, it's like a big, small town. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was getting married and Lawson threw that together basically as like a kind of a, not like a bachelor party cause mm-hmm. it was like, you know, but like a sort of just like a, bachelor Let's bachelorette just, yeah. like intertwine just like just hang
0: out watch some music party and, mm-hmm. and he
1: threw together this cover band and i was i remember this one night i was like laying in bed i was going to sleep i had to get up work for the next day really early and he's texting me the most random questions he was like who are your favorite bands what song like what are your favorite songs by them and i was uh-huh. just like wow why is he is he asking me this right now Uh and then he you know but i'm kind of i was like you know i love to talk about this stuff so i was like well dang i gotta i gotta give a good answer i don't know like dang i'm not good at picking stuff like that but then so i tried to come up with it he was just like kind of pressed it a little bit and i was like whatever so i gave him like a you know a few answers and come to find out like that's what he used for like the song list like whatever answers i texted him they basically covered all those songs.
0: That's really rad. And,
1: and he got a couple of guys together and like put together this band called themselves old knives. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a band that existed. And, uh, and then they covered a bunch of the songs that I, that I had told them I love. That's
0: really cool, man.
1: So yeah, that was super fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love going to shows. That's how Carly and I, I mean, connected with shows. In Atlanta, we uh, our second date was the Gaslight Anthem.
1: Nice, great band.
0: Yeah, and um, she told me she liked bluegrass and metal. And I think <laughs> we've seen we've seen all gamut of bands together. Yeah, just like in the thick of it. In Atlanta, I mean, it was in Atlanta. I mean, we saw Against Me in Atlanta. Um, I, I got a black eye at that show. Um, Good show. Oh my God! Yeah, I was, was crowd surfing and got clocked. Elbow to the eye. So much fun. But uh, Thrice, we saw Thrice down there. Nice. Um, And then we still, like, we're all, you know, we're going to see uh, Railroad Earth on Friday there, Bluegrass Band at the Norva. And then we're traveling to Baltimore. We're going to go see Blink-182.
1: Nice. When are you going up there? Uh, Three weeks. I'm going up there next, a week from tonight, I'm going to see Shohei Otani pitch.
0: I don't, oh for real he's he's the they love the oh, everybody Japanese loves otani that, yeah yep. mm-hmm.
1: so i was i gotta see i was like this guy's a legend i gotta mm-hmm. just go that's so cool. i'm like is it gonna be sacrilege if i get an otani jersey because i'm an orioles fan obviously but i was mm-hmm. like i might wear an otani jersey to you the, might have to Camden to. yards but i don't know <laughs> i thought about it yeah yeah
0: Man, baseball. God, baseball. What a thing. What a sport. The
1: Orioles are good right now. It's a good that's time cool. to be an Orioles fan. This this area, like, this, I mean, that's like the closest team to us. I grew up an <laughs> Orioles fan, family. Yeah. So my mom and them, my grandparents moved down from that area in Baltimore and uh-huh. Salisbury, kind of Maryland area. So sort of grew up kind of yeah, born, Peter- born into
0: it. Up here, it seems it's Orioles. People love Orioles, and then they have a deep love for the Braves, which is interesting. Yeah. And someone explained to me because... Richmond
1: the, Braves is... No. They either. Are they... Mm-mm.
0: I don't know. No, they're not... A, the, the Richmond team isn't a feeder team for the Braves. But he, someone was telling me how, like, back in the day, it was TBS like all you could get was T you okay, could get TBS turn. and so like they were always showing the Braves yep. and so I would run into all these people that Makes loved sense. the Braves growing up so they it's just a thing but
1: they were definitely the cool t- like they were they were sick when I was young
0: I mean they were the team in the 90s That was it it's like the Bulls you know for basketball the yeah. Braves were that for you know baseball but yeah man that's awesome But, yeah, so your dad, do you catch yourself doing things your dad did when you're parenting?
1: Mm. Not so much the way I think, um, like, what you're going for, just because I didn't grow up with my dad because, Uh you know, my mom had married my stepdad. But definitely, I definitely see myself in him in certain ways. um, Because I didn't, like... You know, we didn't reform our bond until I was probably in high school. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I definitely, I could see it happening. Probably, maybe when my son is older. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, not so much. I think like you might think in the in the typical way, like I I know where like. I don't know how to ex- explain what I'm trying to say, but. um yeah, just because my dad, like, you know, I mean, he's we've been, he's been in my life now for you know twenty something plus years, but there was like a good little, I don't know, f- a few of the main core years when I was younger. It was mom, ma- it was my mom and my stepdad and my brother and sister, and that was uh-huh. kind of our family, and but then I, in high school, I ended up moving back in with my dad uh, and my step. Stepmom, uh-huh. who he had remarried, but uh, and they're awesome, they're like, I'm, I'm so lucky that you know all that happened the way that it did, and everything. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, my dad's you know always just been a hard worker. Um, I guess he kind of instilled that into me. I was young and kind of just like. I needed to tighten up. And I remember he came home from work one day and he just was like, what are you doing? You're not doing nothing. You need to tighten up. This is as strong as you're ever going to be. You need to get out there and work. And I was like, dang, all right. I was like, I'm going to come work for you. So I went and worked for him, um, for a few years and learned to trade masonry. He's a bricklayer. Uh-huh. He's always owned his own business. And, um, he's still doing that stuff. Um, and so he's out there just like, you know, he's, he's like, you ride around town. and He's like, I built that building. I built that, built that, built that, you know, <laughs> everywhere we go. But, um. That's cool. Yeah, so I can see, like, definitely kind of work ethic and things mm-hmm. like that coming from him. Um He's like, I never missed a day. I never, I never had a, I never didn't have a job and mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. But, um.
0: Is it important to you like that working hard that kind of work ethic still
1: yeah, I mean especially now with a family uh-huh. i mean i mean that's a that's a driving force right yeah if you' ever if you ever needed motivation, having some kids, will do it i know, um, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he got sick around. Uh, they didn't know what was wrong with him. He started having seizures. Uh-huh. Trying to think uh, probably a little messed up on the timeline, but they didn't know what it was. He was having seizures for a long time. I even saw one of them. Um, he would kind of take an I remember like, well, I remember this one time he'd taken a nap, like an afternoon nap. And I happened to like hear him snoring or something like that. I think he had sleep apnea too. And he's snoring super loud. And I went in there and he was kind of like foaming at the mouth and he had had a seizure and bit his tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my stepmom called the ambulance and they came and took him. And so they tried to, for years, they tried to get him on, dialed in on some medicine. They never really, it never really like worked. They could never really figure out what it was. And then eventually They found out that he had a, uh, you know, he went, I think he went to UVA. He went to some doctor up there. And this doctor found a tumor in his, up on his brain. And once they found that and the doctor, they they went in and operated. They cut his head, you know, basically from this, you know, widow's peak area. Mm -hmm. All the way down the side of his face in front of his ear down his like kind of jawline area like you know i mean a huge scar you can't and you you wouldn't even see it now it's kind of crazy but they shaved a bunch of his hair back cut uh opened him up peeled him peeled him back cut like basically a square or rectangle kind of section out of mm-hmm. his skull and he had a grape-sized tumor on his head um well I'll back up a little bit before this um like for a couple of years he was definitely deteriorating and i was like man Dad, my dad is just not who he used to be he had stopped working yeah. for a long time he didn't have a driver's license he's always ridden motorcycles um my grandpa too so they kind of they grew up like riding motorcycles from like way back you know in the fifth grandpa was riding them in the 50s and probably i don't know 40s late 40s early yeah. 50s mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad grew up in that, grew up racing dirt bikes and then, you know, got Harleys and stuff as he got older and triumphs. And so he always had a bike, but anyway, like, yeah, so he didn't, he couldn't drive, he couldn't ride a bike anymore, couldn't work. And he was kind of deteriorating in a, I mean, in a sense, I was always, I was definitely like, dang, what's going to happen? You know, I, I wasn't sure where it all was going to go and this doctor did this operation on him. They cut this grape sized tumor off of his head. And then they kind of scraped a little more that where it had kind of just seeped in that area. Uh Put his skull, put him back together, sewed him up. Then with like three days later, he came over to my house and kicked my ass in chess. I mean, he was back (laughs) sharp. Wow. He went back up to UVA for a checkup and the doctor was just like, completely cleared him of everything he was like literally back wow he was fully back like from years before to how he was. because my dad's super sharp he's you know we used to play chess a lot and uh he's just always been good with numbers especially when it comes to like just figuring out things on the job site like he was just like you know how many how many you know square foot and how many how much materials you could always bid well and he was always just just always had a good like handle on that stuff and i'm like how do you bid stuff i'm gonna do some side jobs for myself make some money and i'm always calling him and ask some questions because i was like he just he could come up with it really quick but yeah i was just super impressed with their ability to find that tumor cut it off put him back together and then it's like he's just back he's off of all medication he's just just totally normal again he's like 60 I'm trying to think he'll be 67 this year wow yeah
0: i mean that's that's such a cool story yeah kind of crazy man it's it's wild how they you know it's it's all guess and check and then this one guy just finds
1: this thing and yeah. that's it yep And it, you know, take it out and boom, you're back. Yeah. And for the longest time, they were just like, it's this or it's that and take this medicine Mm -hmm. or we need to up the dosage and just here we get, we found this new medicine. Let's try this and nothing worked. And nothing was working. So he had what the, the main culprit is he was driving home from work one day. Passed out at the wheel, fell asleep, and um, went across a median and had a head-on collision. He had just got a brand new F one fifty at the time too. I mean, it was like a couple huh. weeks old, and um, and then at that so that point on for a couple years, but yeah, he's back out there, got a brand new motorcycle and taking it on trips and yeah, that's rad. Just living
0: life. That reminds, I mean, you hear all sorts of stories like that. You know, it's awesome that they were able to find it, you know, and the, you know, it's back to that thing about order and chaos, you know, like you never know the doctor did that. He was on it Yeah, that one day was able to do everything just the right way.
1: And my dad is, uh, he's a faithful man. Really? uh, You know, so he's just, that's the Lord, that's God, you know, and he had a plan and all that stuff. So that's cool. I'm happy for him for that. So, Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Man. I remember hearing that story about the uh, what's his name, the drummer for the descendants. No, I've never heard it. The Descend- yeah, he uh he had a tumor in his head. Damn. And he had to get it oh, done. Wait. Uh Bill Stevenson. Yeah, Bill yeah, Stevenson. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he was like, uh something was going down or wrong or whatever, and he just like it was in that it was in the documentary and they talked about his okay. tumor.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that. And so he was, was like thing.
0: talking about how like, um, he just always felt fuzzy and brain fog and this right. stuff, and then it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And they're like, "Oh no, that's because you have this tumor," and they cut it out, and then he was back to back yeah. to normal, like nothing yeah, ever happened. Man. I know, so it's cool. I love, I love it. So, um, what's been like? What's been some of the funniest things about parenting?
1: The kids, the kids have a sense of humor they're you know they're they don't like rules and structure i mean they they do they need it they definitely they thrive on it but Uh you know the kids want to have fun yeah so i I don't know I, i gotta think about that what would be the funniest thing I don't know if I can think of one one thing so much as just the fact that kids are fun and they're funny. Yeah. They, you know? So <laughs> is there have they gotten fixated on words? Has there been certain words because
0: mine I, I keep hearing tootie butt all the time. Oh yeah. That's they, the word. My son butt. is
1: definitely like I mean he's he just is contrarian. You know, we'll go out and we'll we'll, we'll like be like We'll just do. I don't know. We could do any. We could went to the water park or something, and like mm-hmm. we could be driving home and be like, "Wasn't that awesome? That was the best time, right, kids?" And then my son will just be like, "No, that was the worst time. That was. <laughs> I don't like that or something." I'm just like, <laughs> "You don't know what you're talking
0: about." Um, He's saying it just to say it, almost. Yeah. You
1: know. Um dang, let me think about that.
0: Yeah, well, we can come back to it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I
1: was, you know, we can talk about like Yeah, they're funny all the time. I mean, yeah. They're always just blowing like I don't there's too many things to even, you know what I mean? It's They're always blowing my mind with their cleverness and their funny funny things like i said my daughter i just thought that was hilarious Uh her on christmas morning she was like wake up everybody it's christmas and that was cool yeah (laughs) i like to uh
0: he likes this morning he was jumping up and down on the trampoline going spider-man rock and roll spider-man rock and roll and he was like doing the devil horns and like (laughs) on the trampoline and i was like this is hilarious i was like I could listen to this all day. Yep.
1: <laughs> so it's it's the things they do. You yeah, know, that's they pick the up stuff yeah. and uh, they'll definitely repeat pretty much anything. So yep. yeah, you got to watch it on that. If you don't want them saying it, uh, don't say it. He
0: likes to. He'll say, "Damn it!" He said that a couple times. He said that at school. Something dropped. Damn it.
1: I guess somehow. So this, this, I thought this was kind of funny and it just kind of like threw me for a loop. But last summer we went camping over in, um, first landing state park and I must've had some, like some country Spotify playlist going or something just kind of Uh like at some point and uh it just felt like a camping vibe i had this like old like 80s country playlist going and it must have played hank williams he's got a song called if heaven ain't a lot like dixie Uh uh-huh and uh i don't know if you've ever heard it but uh about six months later so a couple months ago it was i mean it's the middle of winter yeah um pretty sure i just i brought my son with me and we went and dropped off my daughter at gymnastics we're riding home and it's just me and him in the truck and he's just like hey he's back there you know he's like hey dad And he's like can you play you know and he's just in his own little kid voice and i can barely Uh like kind of barely understand him because he's talking he's like can you play like tixie and i was like what what did you just say because i kind of thought that's Mm -hmm. what he said yeah and i was like what did you say and he was like if Heaven ain't a lot like Dixie. and I was like how where do you because I don't you know because I hadn't been playing yes, this song uh-huh. i didn't it's not like this is our thing it's become our thing uh-huh. it's be, or it's become a thing with him lately, and I was like, Where did you hear this like how did you how do you know that i you know I know the songs my you know grandpa growing up, but um he was like, yeah, when we went camping last summer, it was on The radio, And that just goes to show you, like, what sticks with them. You know, you just never know. And I was like, yeah, all right, well. Let's play it. Sure, yeah. And I was like, like, he wouldn't let it go. Like, can you play it? I I turned that song on. I looked back there, and he had a shitty, I mean, he lit up. He was just like, it was the best thing. And he, I guess he loves this song. (laughs) So every time we get in the car for a while, he's like, you know. I'm playing some music or something. He's like, Dad, can you play my song? And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, you got to hear this song again. Dude, I – oh, my he, – he wanted to hear Style
0: by Taylor Swift. I had to play that song three times in a row. He just gets into it. And then, like, he got fixated on – because he just saw Sing last couple weeks, and the gorilla does an Elton John song, I'm Still Standing. So he, I had to play Taylor Swift. I'm still standing. Taylor Swift. I just kept going back, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. He, they, they, get so they, they love it, and I love it too. Because I mean, we play all sorts of stuff yeah. in this house. It's bananas. Well, we, you know, so that'll be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun.
0: Yeah. What's What's been sort of
1: the hardest thing about parenting? Everything is the hardest thing. I don't know. Um, probably. Hmm. Probably I mean staying consistent with discipline is definitely mm-hmm. one of the hardest things. And how to discipline and what, you know what to do, when to do it. Yeah. What's what's right, what's wrong, you know, I'm constantly questioning because it's like you know, we live in a different era and there's so many there's so many, you know, outside voices and whether it's just friends or family or you know, just the internet and social media and yeah. there's so much advice all the time and, you know, developing your own, what's going to be your own core, you know, system or what's your values how how are you going to approach all that? And so some of it, we're still kind of, I mean, we're still sort of establishing, I guess, in a way, you know, life comes at you fast, right? So it's like, yeah, do you ever does. get settled in or you you know you're never really arrived so you're never really you're always like thinking about what's next and mm-hmm. what's coming but um I would say that I would say
0: yeah it is definitely hard because you know I don't know if our parents and the generation above that had so much voice had so many voices as we yeah. do you My know My mom was
1: always like when I was a kid you had to you had to go out and pick your own switch. Yeah, <laughs> you get beat with that.
0: I've 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 picked my own switch before. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's so many voices, and every voice is telling you they're the right way. Yeah, and it's it's challenging, and you know. But then you have that. Then you have like everything that you like. Who these kids are now is not who they're going to be in a year.
1: Yeah. 100%. And
0: it's like, and then once Carly talks about seasons and how this, when, when this season is going to be over, it's going to be a new thing or it's going to be something yeah. else, you know? Like you go from like, I don't know, potty training to like bedtime routines. And then from bedtime routines, it's going to be like time management. I don't know. It's just all of these things, you know? It's like you said it like your core. It's like that word core, I think, is important. It's like, it, it really you
1: definitely got a, a, it's, yeah, you should establish something. You should definitely consider, you know, what are, what are we, what are we about? How do mm-hmm. we want to, what are we aiming for mm-hmm. or do or at all? If you even, if, if you even are it definitely would help to kind of be able to hone in and, you know, and not feel so mm-hmm. aimless. Right. Yeah. I like that. What are you about? That's
0: what you should focus on, you know? Because
1: everyone's different. You know, some people are going to have a, you know, faith-based thing, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, or so their value system may be different than someone who might be atheist. They might, you know, they're like, well, I don't, they're not going to base it on all that stuff. So whatever they say is, you know, they just, I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. I mean... Or you could, some people just fall into sort of a generational thing. They're just going to do what their parents did. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, right? So, and I think especially, I mean, there are a lot of people nowadays who come from split families and different different things. So, mm-hmm. you know, now you've got all these different p- parents and, you know, a lot, you know, everything's like doubled. Yeah. So,
0: there's so much and you just gotta somebody once told me he goes it's it's your fam it's you and your family against the world you know yeah no one you know that's what matters you know and it's it's that's who you should be listening to and talking to and figuring it out with you know not that it's wrong to like look outside but I mean it just feels yeah, like every some,
1: you know you're oh. gonna align more I mean if you don't mm. have something you're probably gonna align with something with something you know something's gonna resonate and you're gonna be like all right that makes sense to me or something just f- yeah. feels right so do you catch yourself like
0: because i do this sometimes like i feel bad because i'm not doing it that way you ever catch yourself feeling that
1: yeah i think that can be i mean i don't know if it's a. Uh, I think that can be a trap for any yeah. anything almost. But yeah, definitely with parenting, it can be easy to compare and I think that can be a, a facade though in this, you know, especially in the social media era mm-hmm. and you know, look at you can see a lot of people and like, "Oh, they got it going on." But you don't you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and so everybody's yeah. probably doing their best maybe maybe they're not and who cares cuz you got to at the end of the day you're here in this mm-hmm. moment with your you know and at in your home and you got to do it you got to make it happen and whatever works you yeah, got to make it work.
0: Mm-hmm. You said it's your value system. What do you guys value? And that's what you should work on, you know?
1: One thing um you know, and Lindsay, my wife is amazing. So I have I'm super lucky with that. I mean, she just – she's super um, – routine is super important. So that's one thing that we have going really well for us. Having – from the beginning with my first daughter and then it's gone all the way through, we've more or less had a consistent bedtime routine. And that definitely – Just, if I'm comparing to other people, that's something that I've noticed where a lot of people struggle with. And we definitely have, you know, I mean, we've had plenty of chaotic bedtime moments, for sure. I mean, too Mm -hmm. many to count. But by and large, like, overall, we definitely have, we stick to a good, uh, we stick to our time. You know, Mm -hmm. a little small margin, but we stick to the time. And they go to the bed and the kids sleep great. They have like, and we wake up and do it all over again. But they, they wash, rinse, repeat,
0: Huh? wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, exactly. But um,
1: (laughs) yeah. So luckily I do have, uh, you know, my kids have an amazing mom. And so that's, I mean, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Yeah. Routines are super important. I mean, it's important for all of us, even as adults, we need routines. That's, that was the hardest thing about being a teacher is like you go from like super like you're drinking from a fire hose all the time to nothing for like nine weeks right and I like I, I start to lose my mind it's it's always sounds great everybody's like oh my god I bet that's best it's gonna be awesome oh I wish I had that and then I'm like I mean yeah it's rad but there's like middle of July on a Tuesday when no one else is off <laughs>
1: i know the feeling and
0: you haven't you know had like the structure that you're used to you just start to go a little little tribal yeah you know (laughs) um gosh so important that's so important what you said about the values and the cores and that kind of stuff and focusing on yourselves you know i think we get so caught up in Trying to be like everybody else when really we need to just focus on ourselves, our values, our core beliefs, and then living our life that way, you know? That seems like it's going to be the easiest. I mean, easiest. Right, it's yeah.
1: Definitely not. It's never. I mean, I definitely, you know, you make a million mistakes, I mm-hmm. think, as a parent, because you're always... You you I mean if you're being a good parent if you're involved and you're in and you're active and you're do, you know you're doing you know your best yep wherever you think is your best or you know where you know where you should be then you can definitely beat yourself up a lot um, mm-hmm. because the kids are it's so you know it's so it's so insane all the time so it's you can definitely you learn it. That's a that's a good way of putting it. So, I, it's like they're teaching you as much yeah. as you're teaching mm-hmm. them. You know, you're constantly figuring. You're you're learning lessons. All everyone's learning lessons.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're a fucking mirror, is what they are. You look at them and like it's just projecting back yeah. your shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you're frustrated, but my
1: son is the probably the toughest. Um, My oldest daughter, I don't want to say like she's easy or she, but she, I mean, she is like, she is just like kind of just, she nails it. She Mm -hmm. has her, she has a few moments here and there, but like, she is just, there's not much, my my son is tough and my daughter, my first oldest daughter is super easy. And then my third daughter is Mira. So you see her at school college. Mm -hmm. she's just hilarious, you know, she's just the youngest and running around just like, ah, and she's funny. And so, yeah, such a different dynamic, but my daughter, the oldest daughter helps a lot and she's just, she listens well. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if my son's ears even work. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm constantly like, you know, telling Olivia, to be patient i'm just like be patient with current he doesn't know any better and uh <laughs> and, then, and then so livy's taking mira and you know he he took this he stole this and he hit me and it's just yeah but she did this and then he's kicking somebody and someone's through throw some, you know yeah. someone stole something and then like olivia's trying to tell him current you can't eat those cookies and but yeah, no, I think you, you can be hard on yourself uh-huh. and beat yourself up. If you, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. snap on the kids, you're like, all right, that's it. I've had enough. Yep. You know, you snap on them and then you're like, oh man, now I'm like, now they're going to start snapping. Cause I think, you know, you can just go down on the, oh, man, I so, know. but you just got to regroup yep. and stick to what, you know, how you're going to do it and. So that's what's good about being a team like with my wife. We're usually pretty good at like being like, all right, like talking about like, all right, what do we do wrong? We can, you know, kind of we can do it better. It yeah. Get, you know, mm-hmm. retry again tomorrow.
0: Yeah. And letting go, letting, letting whatever happened happen and just learning and trying to
1: move forward, you know? Cause you can see, you know, like, mm-hmm. dang, like they're wearing you out and they'll try you mm-hmm. in every way. They will just because I mean I don't blame them. They're, yeah, you know they I'm, don't know any better. We did so the same. Figu- we did the same yeah. thing. You know they're figuring it all out, and so they're going to yeah. push the limits. Figure out where the What are the boundaries? How far do they go? Uh-huh. What can I get away with?
0: Totally, hundred percent. I
1: walked in the kit like before. I came over here tonight. I'd been out front. My son had. Uh, we were out playing basketball in the court, and I'd come inside. And my son had beat me in there. And um, I walked right in the kitchen, and my son had climbed up onto the, the counter. He's sitting on the counter over by the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Cracked up, and there's like still probably candy from like Easter or, yeah. I don't know, you know just some a bunch of candy stuffed in this jar. And he's just over there munching on Twix or, or Kit yeah. Kats or something. And I was just like, Kurt, get out from there. What are you doing? Get out from there. Where, who said you could get that? He's just up there. He has no clue. He's just like, I'm munching munching candy. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's a
0: jar. I'm going to stick my hand in it. I know there's candy and I'm going to take it.
1: (laughs) I'm like, get down from there. You can't have candy Um, right now. Have you had dinner?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Has there been anything as a dad, like I always say like the easiest thing. And what I mean by easiest is like, is there anything that just kind of like clicked? It was almost like muscle memory. Like you didn't even, you weren't even thinking about it, you know? Yeah. It, no. <laughs> oh. <really? laughs> no, I'm just I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like
1: I'm sensitive. You know, like there's mm-hmm. like there's a you know I'm like uh so. I don't know. Maybe and maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's not what we're looking for. But I definitely feel like I'm like. I've I've noticed I have like. I guess I'm good and good until I'm not, but I've surprised myself with how much patience I've had. Really? So I'm like, I can be really, really patient. And again, like up to a point where you're yeah. probably just like, all right. All of you us. Know. Mm-hmm. But um, I can be really, really, really patient with them, I feel like, a lot of times. That's cool. So, because, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Or, or you might put yourself in their shoes, so you might just tap into it and just be, did like, you think you weren't going like, to be patient? Like I need to be, I remember thinking before I had kids, I was like, I'm just not, you know? Yeah. Like, man, I'm a mess. And I gotta like, how can I have kids? You know, I'm kind of, you know? Yeah. Uh huh. So I remember thinking like, man, I can't have kids until <laughs> I, you know, until I figure everything out in life. You know, when I was younger, and then, uh, you know, it's like, you, you realize you're probably never going to do that, so. No, no, you're not. But, um. am
0: <laughs> sorry. Well, it's just, yeah, I get that. We've all, we all probably thought that, you know.
1: So, now we're figuring, we're still figuring it all out as we go, but, um, I have de- definitely been, I guess, proud of, you know, just as many moments where I've beat myself up, but definitely, like, I know I got, I know I have what it takes to do all the things I want Mm -hmm. to do as a dad. So it's just a matter of also being disciplined yourself. Yeah, totally. And being tolerant of little things that aren't a big deal, you know, Uh being patient with them through all their learning, you know, they're figuring the whole world out. So It's cool. I love I love it. I love being a dad. It's the best. (laughs) I mean, I was so scared of it when I was younger. I was just like I was just like, ah, I can't do that, you know, not gonna be a good dad, but I love it now. So I'm glad I finally took the plunge.
0: It feels like the people that think they're gonna suck at it are the ones that do the best. You know?
1: You definitely, yeah, I mean, you see a lot, you see enough to be like, all right, I don't want to be like that. I'm uh-huh. not, you know, I don't want to do those things. Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: is there anything that scares you about being a dad?
1: Probably. Um, yeah. I mean, all the same, still probably the same things that scared me before is just like, just kids, you know, cause you yeah. nowadays, everybody's a, a, a therapist and mm-hmm. everybody's a psychologist and everything's like, you know, this, like these, you know, we're, we're all recovering from childhood trauma. Everything's this trauma from mm-hmm. when we were kids and how our yeah. parents screwed up. And so I think there is definitely this part of like, well, not having your kids go through the crap you went through. Right. I feel like that's kind of, mm-hmm yeah a natural thing i feel like even back when i was growing up it was like hearing some of that even from my mom like my parents made me eat liver and onions i'm not gonna make you eat this (laughs) you know or i don't know or my parents spanked this shit out of us, and um i don't know it's just not re re, uh you know just bringing in things from yeah from generations just carrying uh you know Generational curse, I guess some of us would call it.
0: Yeah, I think about like I used, to, I had this thought of like just because they did doesn't mean I have to. Yeah, you know, and it's like there's a lot more that we know now that we didn't know then, and it's yeah. Well, it's,
1: apparently, we're not supposed to beat them. So,
0: I mean, I I I don't <laughs> I I I I don't agree with spanking. I also you know i was spanked my whole life yeah but
1: had a couple had a couple growing up oh my
0: god man i was was the worst but
1: yeah don't get your hands in the way
0: for me it was just for me the reason i don't is it's only because of how much work i've done with kids for the last two decades and seeing see being forced to think of discipline in a different way has just i just don't I haven't seen enough effectiveness and an and effectiveness in it. And like looking back at my life and thinking about like, did that really change me? Or did it just be like, make me scared of my parent? I don't know. Right. And yeah. so it's just, it's just, yeah. that's just me. But like, I don't know. And it's, I mean, we ate a lot more cheese than I didn't. We eat now, <laughs> But like we had so much soda as kids and right. I don't, I try not to drink yeah. soda around them, but you know, there's little things, but, they're and
1: they're different too the kids are different and um Mm -hmm. you know like with olivia and she's so smart my oldest daughter she wants to understand the reasons for things um you know like why why she might be in trouble for Mm -hmm. this or that and yeah and then my son he just he just wants a hug really he just wants like he just needs an embrace. He doesn't want a lot of talking. But my daughter needs an entire explanation, and then my son, he's just like, "Are we done talking now?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah. I can't, I can't beat your ass." So, I, I, I'm, are you getting this? Uh, yeah, I
0: can. I can already see him with me and the talking, just being over it.
1: So yeah, it's uh mm-hmm. that can be the a challenge because I've noticed. I've noticed myself sometimes want to, you know, explain something, and and then I, and then you notice at some point you're like, all right, this is, this is they don't they don't know all these words. It's too wordy. Yeah, you're getting too. You're already you've already lost. Them. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. So if you catch yourself in that, you just kind of mm-hmm. normally I'll just you know you just go you figure it out really quick. Like all right, maybe all right, it's hug. Let's just get a hug or mm-hmm. or.
0: Just don't do it again.
1: Yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: How do you uh, how do you find time for yourself to restore like find balance or like anything for you?
1: I definitely personally have, um, you know, one I mean, we have a good bedtime routine, so I mean, the kids go down pretty consistently by eight o'clock every night. So I mean, even if it's just past then, you know, mm-hmm. we usually have, you know, if we don't go to bed, a couple hours after bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my wife's a teacher, so she has summers off. Um, so she's home with the kids all summer. A lot of times I noticed last summer, like I get up, you know, super early. Sometimes I would just wake up when I would wake up because I'm so used to waking up for my job at like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I would get up. 5 a.m. and just go for a drive or get out of the house real early in the morning for an hour or two sometimes and come back the house is still quiet everyone's still asleep so sometimes I could do do it in the morning and then um with my schedule that I work now I have a a lot of time off during the middle of the week mm-hmm. so I work the weekends a lot so I uh I personally I I do manage to get um, a lot of free time to myself, so not really Dude, a that, problem for me.
0: And that helps to, for you to be like present when your kids I'm, are home.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. I know. I mean, it has to, so mm-hmm. I'm not really like, I have a, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine probably a couple months ago about this. Cause I couldn't really relate because I do have like, that's not really an issue for me, but for him personally, like he barely has any. I was like, man, well, when do you do this or that? And he just he doesn't either f- have the time or it's hard, very hard for him to make the time. So, yeah, for me mm. that's not an issue. Yeah, I think so. for a
0: lot of for a lot of parents th- making time, you know, I, I think I think finding the time is easier than we think. And I'm but I mean, I'm saying that as a parent of one. Right. So right, right. within, you know, I think it's a perspective thing or like every situation is different. But I think we we realized really important or really early that like making time for ourselves is important and it's something that, you know, it's yeah. going to allow us to be more you gotta present. You
1: got to be your best if you're going to give your best to to them, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just hung up on something, or I don't know, say you're, say you're hung over, say mm-hmm. you drank too much, and you can't, you know, I don't know, right? Like somebody might be, um, and you're just, the kids are up, they're ready to roll, like you just can't, you know. So,
0: God, you wish sometimes that you know.
1: <laughs> that They're, they understand. they are ready to roll so you definitely yeah, uh-huh. i I learned that pretty quickly early on like yeah it is like you were saying too just being impre- uh it helps you to be present with them and that's the one that's something that's huge if you know, just getting down onto their level and, mm-hmm. and being able to let go of whatever's going on put the putting your phone down or away or in your pocket and being right there with them mm-hmm. like Especially like lately, I can just relate like with my son. He's like, "Dad, like even this morning, he wanted to go." You know, my wife leaves for work. I'm off work. T- today is Tuesday. I'm off on Tuesdays, so she leaves. She takes me here to uh, to friends, and I take the kids to the bus stop in the morning around eight ten, and so I have like ten or fifteen minutes after she leaves for work where I just have like this kind of just everyone's pretty much ready to go to the bus stop but current he's like dad let's go out and throw the football I'm like all right and it's like just any little thing like that where you just mm-hmm. get in with them and you focus on whatever it is they want to do and you know just being right there with them and present and not often something else that's that's a big thing
0: yeah and it's finding those those moments where like you don't have to be anywhere you know because a lot of times fun yeah it is it is it's like when you're when you're just doing something just to do it you know i think it feels right it does they they cherish it and then you cherish it i was telling us this word extraordinarily ordinary you know like the moments where it's like nah we just you know like saturday i we i had a moment we like were able to I I was able to take them somewhere, not because we needed to do anything or whatever. It was just a moment for us. And like, that's important. Yep. And when we're present for that, I mean, they know it, they feel it and they get more connected. It's, it's rad. It's beautiful. We are super
1: busy a lot. And sometimes I am like, I'm like, are we, can we just chill? Can we just do nothing? Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah, just, (laughs) <laughs> Can we just turn? On, like, we don't watch like we're not a like we have a TV. I wouldn't. We're not like. I mean, you know, it's different from when we were growing up. There was like you kind of came home and you turned on the TV. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Like the, it was one of the first things that happened when you came home. You turned on the TV and you always knew what kind of mm-hmm. like there were everything was what was on and when. And yeah. Kind of uh-huh. what channel like at this time this was on and and what day. Yeah um and so you could kind of always but nowadays like sometimes i'm just like can we just come home and turn it on and just have like just do nothing just sit here or Mm -hmm. just you know i don't know even just sit down on the carpet sit on the couch just sit here and play a game but that doesn't it's cool it sounds cool but it doesn't ever really pan out that way it's
0: nope so they
1: all want to do their own thing or they have different ideas and it's all good. But yeah, some sometimes you are just like, can we just take a breath? Can we yeah. just, like we get in the car and you feel, like you realize how quickly, how small the car is. Yep. When you're in, the, you know, me and my wife are in the front seat, the kids are in the back and then it's just chaos. It's like, <laughs> it's it's all the same stuff. He hit me. Yeah, yeah. He took my thing. He touched they're he, touching. Yeah. Give me mm-hmm. that back. I'm like, oh
0: my gosh! Yep. Stop kicking my seat. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know.
0: Oh man. But it's cool. You yeah. love
1: it. I love it. hmm
0: Yeah. So, so how do you view your role as a dad? What's it? What's being? What's being a dad mean to you? You know.
1: I definitely see it as, uh, you know, you know that you're. I mean, if you have any idea of psychology and mm-hmm. things like that, I mean, you just and and you know, mm-hmm. if you have dealt with, I guess, quote unquote, any sort of just trauma or what what we might consider trauma is like any any everyone's like any little bad experience they had. I think growing up, they're like, oh, that was trauma. Mm-hmm. They don't want to. They don't want that. They don't like that experience, or mm-hmm. they might not want to repeat it. So I think you're automatically just like if you're trying to not repeat crappy things um but i don't know you're as the dad you know you're the leader so mm-hmm. you're i definitely feel like a responsibility like you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree so you know if i suck they might suck yeah and it's like the there's just an old like that just goes back from probably f- for history like mm-hmm. people judged people other people by who their dad was in town, you know, by their last names and yeah. Oh, your you're son. Yeah. He ain't worth a shit. And this guy, you know, and you know, there could be missed opportunities mm-hmm. and there could be all sorts of things, you know, just if you're not a legit person or, you know, not, not necessarily a, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily just like, by the rich popular family or whatever. But you know, if you have a bad reputation, then that's just not going to, it follows go. you. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things like that, um, cross your mind. Um, you know, not making things harder on your kids than they they, it already might be just because life is life. Mm-hmm. um, so yeah, just being a good leader and a, and showing them the way, right?
0: Doing your best to yeah, or at least being there when they went the wrong way and <laughs> they're coming back to you. Yeah,
1: because I mean I haven't yeah. even gotten there to like what a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of the challenges that will come. Some things make me nervous, like the cell phones and cars, stuff cell like phones that, phones and cars. Yeah, and then, like you know drinking or drugs later on like when they're faced with like things like that i'm like man you get nervous for them like how will they handle situations and stuff like that yeah um and temptations in life and like how will like what would they be like sounds um, like they'll be all right because yeah
0: you're you're present yeah you're trying right
1: I think, yeah i think they will overall but yeah i think it's a uh-huh. natural like uh-huh. you just get nervous like wondering about it all oh
0: my gosh yeah I think that's that's something that keeps me up at night, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, man. Ugh. So what do you think? Any last words? Hmm. It's been a rad conversation. Yeah,
1: it's been good. It's kind of it's uh-huh. interesting to I you know. I was telling my wife I was going to do this, and she was like, "Oh wow, I'm really curious to see." Like you know, I you don't think about these things all the time. No. You're just going so. Yeah. It's definitely interesting to um, to bring them up, and uh, it forces you to kind of think about things for sure. And um, man, we're flying by the seat of our pants a lot of times. So (laughs) (laughs) I wish more people would talk about that. (laughs) it's fast yeah man just you're it's, you're
0: making it up as you go you're it's flying very fast your pants. it's going fast yeah you blink and they're four you're gonna blink i'm gonna blink and he's gonna be eight yeah. i'm gonna blink and he's gonna be 30. like
1: we're, the other day we were talking about like well you know you're you know, you're thinking about like how much mileage you have on your car and if they're gonna if my <laughs> oldest daughter is gonna inherit like this one vehicle we have and then by then we'll have this other and i'm like oh my god driving like what yeah
0: so yeah i have a i have a two-year-old car and she's like she could drive
1: that or he could uh, yeah
0: he could drive that car and i'm just like whoa to have a what that you just oh my god then you like throw up in your mouth a little bit thinking about that i'm not ready for that (laughs) well you know yeah i still have a kid in diapers so yeah you got time to chill think about that yeah well, dude, I th- you know this has been a rad conversation. I'm glad that you made the time to come on, talk about this stuff. Share we could go on forever and your everywhere. stories. I we could talk about all sorts of stuff, but uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for thanks talking. for having me. Yeah, dude. All right, guys, we'll see you next time.